Hello all you film freaks and movie maniacs out there. My name is Nolan Carr and I'd like to welcome you to the go-to podcast for all things cinema. But before you can ask any questions, just sit back, relax, as I present to you a Strawland Studio Productions, Critiquing with Carr. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another edition of Critiquing with Carr. I can't believe we're back for another episode of Memorable Movie Monday, and boy, do we have a great one for you this week. As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast the last few weeks, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turn on post notifications so you're up to date with news and updates regarding the podcast on those platforms, as well as clicking that share button so you can help continue to grow the podcast with your friends and family. Also, if you want other ways of staying up to date with the podcast, follow Instagram at Critiquing with Carl. On this week's edition of Memorable Movie Monday, we have a great movie for you today, and it's the third, or say not third, but final edition of one of our favorite trilogies, which is The Lord of the Rings. Because this week's edition of Memorable Movie Monday, we are reviewing Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. As these reviews usually go, we talk about who helped make this film possible behind and in front of the camera, what its budget, its box office total was, its competition, how it did during award season, my likes and dislikes, followed by my final thoughts, and making it a 10 diamond days, then it becomes your turn to either watch or not watch this movie. And with that being said, let's begin. Like with the other two Lord of the Rings movies I reviewed, the majority of the behind-the-scenes characters in terms of the director, producers, writers, so on and so forth, they're all the same people, but I'll mention them, and they are as follows. The director for the second edition of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is Peter Jackson. Returning back for the second one is Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, a new one being Stephen Sinclair and Peter Jackson as the screenwriters of this movie. Of course, this is based off the book The Two Towers by J.R.R. Tolkien, and it was produced by Barry M. Osborne, Fran Walsh, and Peter Jackson. The cast for this film is as follows. Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, Liv Tyler, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Kate Blanchett, John Rhys-Davies, Bernard Hill, Christopher Lee, Billy Boyd, Dominic Monaghan, Orlando Bloom, Ego Weaving, Miranda Otto, David Wenham, Brad Dourif, Paul Urban, and Andy Serkis. The cinematographer for this film was Andrew Leslie again. It was edited by Michael J. Horton, and the music was done by Howard Shore. The production companies for this film were New Line Cinema and Wingnut Films, and it was also distributed by New Line Cinema. It was released on December the 5th of 2002 at the Ziegfeld Theater, and it was released on December 18th of 2002 in the United States and December 19th of that same year in New Zealand. The budget for this movie was $94 million, and the box office total for this movie also was $949 million. Now it comes time to the award season with how this movie did, and they are as follows. At the Academy Awards, Peter Jackson, Barry M. Osborne, and Fran Walsh were all nominated for Best Picture. Grant Major and Dan Henna were nominated for Best Art Direction. Michael Horton was nominated for Best Film Editing. Ethan Vanderen and Michael Hopkins were nominated for Best Sound Editing. Christopher Boyes, Michael Semenik, Michael Hedges, and Hammond Peck were nominated for Best Sound Mixing. And the winners of an Academy Award for this film were Jim Rigel, Joel Lettieri, Randall William Cook, and Alex Funk for Best Visual Effects. At the BAFTA Awards, the nominees were Peter Jackson, Barry M. Osborne, and Fran Walsh for Best Film. Peter Jackson was nominated for Best Direction. Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, Stephen Sinclair, and Peter Jackson were nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Andrew Lesney was nominated for Best Cinematography. Michael Horn was nominated for Best Editing. Grant Major and Dan Hanna were nominated for Best Production Design. Nagila Dixon and Richard Taylor were nominated for Best Costume Design. And Best Visual Effects winner was Jim Rigel, Joe Thierry, Randall William Cook, and Alex Funk. At the Critics' Choice Movie Awards, Peter Jackson, Barry M. Osborne, and Van Walsh were nominated for Best Picture. Peter Jackson was nominated for Best Director. The cast was nominated for Best Acting Ensemble. 
Grant Major and Dan Hanna were nominated for Best Art Direction. Andrew Lesney was nominated for Best Cinematography. Neela Dixon and Richard Taylor were nominated for Best Costume Design. Michael Horton was nominated for Best Editing. Richard Taylor and Peter King were nominated for Best Makeup. Howard Shore was nominated for Best Score. And Jim Rigel, Jolie Thierry, Randall William Cook, and Alex Funk were winners again for Best Visual Effects. At the Screen Actor Guild Awards, it was nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. It was also a winner of Outstanding Performance by a Stunt Ensemble in a Motion Picture. At the Saturn Awards, it was a winner of Best Fantasy Film. Peter Jackson was nominated for Best Director. Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, Stephen Sinclair, and Peter Jackson were all nominated for Best Writing. Elijah Wood was nominated for Best Actor. Viggo Mortensen was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Miranda Otto was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Sean Astin was nominated for Best Performance by a Young Actor. Howard Shore was nominated for Best Music. Nagila Dixon and Richard Taylor were nominated for Best Costume Design. Richard Taylor and Peter King were nominated for Best Makeup. Jim Rigel, Joe Lettieri, Randall William Cook, and Alex Funk won Best Special Effects. And this movie also won Best DVD Special Edition. And now it comes time to one of my favorite parts, which is when I list off the top 10 highest grossing films of that year's release, which was 2002. Coming number 10 was Minority Report. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. The lead actors were Tom Cruise, Colin Farrell, and Samantha Morton. And it had a total worldwide gross of $358.4 million. Coming number nine was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It was distributed by IFC Films. The lead actors were Nia Vardalos, John Corbett, and Lainey Kazan. The total worldwide gross was $377 million. Coming number eight was Ice Age. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. The voice actors were Ray Romano, John Lake Luizmo, and Dennis Leary. And the total worldwide gross was $383.3 million. Coming number seven was Signs. It was distributed by Touchstone Pictures. The lead actors were Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, and Rory Culkin. The total worldwide gross was $408.2 million. Coming number six was Die Another Day. It was distributed by MGM. The lead actors were Pierce Brosnan, Ali Berry, and Rosamund Pike. The total worldwide gross was $432 million. Coming number five was Men in Black 2. It was distributed by Columbia Pictures. The lead actors were Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, and Laura Flynn Boyle. And the total worldwide gross was $442 million. Coming number four was Star Wars Episode II, Attack of the Clones. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. Lead actors were Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, and Hayden Christensen. The total worldwide gross was $645.3 million. Coming number three was Spider-Man. It was distributed by Columbia Pictures. The lead actors were Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, and William Dafoe. The total worldwide gross was $822 million. Coming number two was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. The lead actors were Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, and Emma Watson, and the total worldwide gross was $878.9 million. And coming at number one as the highest grossing film of 2002 was The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. It was distributed by New Line Cinema. Lead actors were Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, and Viggo Mortensen. The total worldwide gross was $937 million. And now it's for the moment you've all been waiting for my review of The Two Towers. The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, the second installment in Peter Jackson's epic trilogy, continues the ambitious journey that began with The Fellowship of the Ring. Released in 2002, this film adaptation of J.R.R. Tolkien's masterpiece further expands the rich and intricate world of Middle-earth. One of the most striking aspects of The Two Towers is its breathtaking visuals and masterful cinematography. Jackson, along with cinematographer Andrew Lesney, brings Middle-earth to life with stunning landscapes, grand set pieces, and meticulous attention to detail. From the towering spires of Isengard to the sweeping plains of Rohan, the film immerses the audience in a visually arresting fantasy film. The ensemble cast delivers exceptional performances, bringing depth and authenticity to their respective characters. Viggo Mortensen shines as Aragorn, balancing the character's internal conflicts and sense of duty. 
the camaraderie between Orlando Bloom's Legolas and John Reese Davies Gimli adds a touch of humor amidst impending darkness, while the emotional journey of Frodo and Sam is portrayed with sincerity and heart. The two towers feature some of the most memorable and grandiose battle sequences in cinematic history. The Battle of Helm's Deep is a masterpiece of choreography and special effects showcasing the sheer scale of the conflict. The introduction of Gollum is a technical marvel. The seamless integration of CGI into the live-action setting brings this complex and tortured character to life. Gollum's internal struggle with his alter ego, Smeagol, is a layer of depth to the narrative, and Circus's performance is a standout, setting a benchmark for future motion capture work. The two towers successfully navigates the challenges of adapting Tolkien's vast and intricate source material. While some creative liberties are taken for cinematic purposes, the film maintains the spirit of the original narrative. The pacing, character development, and thematic elements align with the broader story arc, ensuring a faithful adaptation that resonates with fans of the novels. Howard Shore's musical composition is a pivotal element that enhances the emotional impact of the film. However, like the other movies ever viewed, this film is not without its flaws. The film structure, with multiple parallel storylines, can be both a strength and a weakness. While it allows for a comprehensive exploration of Middle-earth, some viewers may find the frequent shifts between characters and locations challenging to follow. A fragmented narrative can lead to moments where certain storylines feel less developed than others. The absence of key characters from the first film, such as Frodo and Sam, for a significant portion of the runtime may leave some fans yearning for a more balanced representation of the Fellowship. And now we come to the end of the review, for what I have to call my final thoughts and ranking out of 10 Diamond Daves. In conclusion, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, stands as a monumental achievement in cinematic history successfully building upon the foundation laid by its predecessor. With its awe-inspiring visuals, stellar performances, and epic storytelling, the film is a testament to Peter Jackson's directorial prowess and the dedication of the entire creative team. While the film is not without its minor flaws, such as occasional pacing issues and the challenge of balancing multiple narratives, these are overshadowed by its numerous strengths. The Battle of Helm's Deep alone is a cinematic triumph that has become iconic in the fantasy genre. The Two Towers serves as a bridge between the beginning and the end of the trilogy, setting the stage for the climatic conclusion and the return of the king. Its ability to capture the essence of Tolkien's work while delivering a visual, stunning, and emotionally resonant experience cements its status as a timeless classic in the world of cinema. Whether you're a fantasy fan or simply appreciative of masterful storytelling, The Two Towers remains a must-watch for audiences seeking an epic and immersive cinematic journey. Given the strengths and weaknesses outlined in the review and the critical acclaim the film received, I proudly rank this movie a 9 out of 10 on the Diamond Dave scale. And with that, I simply leave you with this. If you've enjoyed the podcast up until now, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, hitting on the bell button so you're notified when new episodes release on those platforms, as well as clicking that share button so you can help continue to grow the podcast with all your friends and family. If you want other ways of staying up to date with the podcast, do us a favor by following on Instagram at critiquingwithcar. And with that being said, happy viewing. Thank you.